you know, I don't think that our intuition leads us wrong. It tells us that we're good enough. It tells us that some people might not be the best for us. That's energy. You know, we don't want to fight ourselves. You know, we are, God is inside of us. And, you know, I feel like goodness is inside of everybody. Listen to that. Unless you dark, don't listen to that voice. But listen to that. You know, I feel like that intuition is what allowed me to have the courage to start butter. It's what gives me the courage to keep doing what I do every day. Hello, beauty. Yes, you. Join me, host Joyce Platon, as I chat with today's beauty, wellness, and lifestyle visionaries. Let's discover their motivating journey together as I merge my love for the art and my passion in revealing one's true inner beauty. Hey there, Joyce Platon here, and welcome to Hello Beauty. Today's special guest is Dorian Renaud. Dorian is an actor, singer, and model who recently launched his own skincare line called Butter Skincare. Butter Skincare was made to give melanin-rich skin the attention it deserves. Welcome to Hello Beauty, Dorian. Thank you. <laughs> you created Butter Skin for like a year, over a year now. Yeah. What was your life like? I know for the benefit of lenders that <laughs> don't know much about you, but I'm sure a lot of people know already. What was your life like before being a founder and a CEO? Uh, well, we actually haven't been launched a year yet. October 3rd is our mm -hmm. one year anniversary. Uh, and before then, I was like <laughs> running around L.A. You know, I was I was an actor, but mm -hmm. we filmed the show a couple of months out of the year. Uh, so after that, you know, I was kind of just being very social, hosting for extra. Uh, I had done a couple of seasons of keeping up the Kardashians. Mm -hmm. So partying and, yeah. you know, I will say it's a new job. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not a skincare expert, but I'm a skincare lover. And I was used to like. Being able to go with the flow and have my own, you know, scheduling routine, routine, but Butter has, you know, put a good dent in that. So I'm super busy with the creative side. I wake up in the morning, you know, my team is on the East Coast. So yeah. it's, it's very different, but it's fulfilling. I love this side of the business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So since then, what are the shifts of, you know, being a CEO? <sighs> waking up earlier now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> moving um, things around of like, oh, this is the priority. Yeah. You know, I thought Butter was going to be a side hustle, mm -hmm. to be honest. You know, I had my acting career going. I had just started recording an album and hosting mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of starting to like get in a groove with things of like being an entertainer mm -hmm. uh, because I had kind of taken a little break prior to that. And it's just my whole life has changed. You know, when you start putting out a product and people love it, you know, good thing they they didn't hate yes. it. <laughs> um, when they start loving it, you have a responsibility to them and to the customer and the consumer. And so it became my baby. It was like, oh, my God, I can't let this fail. So every ounce of me, even down to when I'm filming, you know, in the cut or shows like that, I'm thinking about butter and how to put butter in it. <laughs> so it's it's a life change. You know, I don't sleep much. Like I said, it's my baby. So yeah. it keeps me up all night. Uh, my ideas keep me up all night. Mm -hmm. uh, and then my day is filled with meetings. So trying to balance everything is really tough. Yeah. Honestly, like I can't lie. Yes. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm doing it all. You know, I am a, I am a CEO. Mm -hmm. um, being African-American and minority going into a lot of these media outlets and into this beauty space is different for mm -hmm. a man. So I'm learning a lot. But yeah. hopefully other people can follow suit. Yeah. Talk yeah. to me a bit about, about that experience. Yeah. Being um, male and you said African-American. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of times when people think about beauty, they don't necessarily think about men, for one. Mm -hmm. They definitely don't think about other races outside of what we've seen in beauty. 
traditionally, I mean, since, you know, they started running beauty campaigns, I think over the past three or four years, we've seen a shift. Um, I, I look at Rihanna and people like that who have like opened the doors for people of color and uh, as a man, you know, walking into like Vogue and <laughs> Women's Wear Daily, you know, I'm sitting across from like these Anna Wintour types. Yeah. And I, I have to instill in myself that I belong here mm-hmm. because sometimes it can be a little intimidating, yeah. to be honest, you know. Oh, I'm so, surprised because yeah. you said as your background as a model and, yeah. and an actor, you would think or I would think that you'd be comfortable in that space, like walking yeah. on into these offices. Yeah. But I mean, as a businessman, it's a different thing now. Yeah. I mean, when you walk in as a model or an entertainer, you still get to keep your mask on. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you are coming in as, you know, a CEO of a company, it's like you have to be raw. And so you're basically telling this person that's sitting across me like I'm doing you now, you know, why I do this and why my product is good. And it can be a little intimidating mm-hmm. because, I mean, I'm sure they haven't seen many black guys come in to their door saying, hey, I want to create a beauty line for you know people with melanin and rich skin you know that is anybody from you know black to mexican to pacific mm-hmm. islander asian to asian yeah. any of that you know i felt unrepresented when i would go into these high-end retailers and buy skin products and so i created my own and so that's kind of just what i'm leading with mm-hmm. when i go in so yeah yeah <laughs> which leads me to my next question yeah. why but a skin and what is the philosophy behind it ah uh, you know The philosophy behind butter is my true story. I'm a black man who struggled with skincare, who could not find products that, you know, fit me. Mm -hmm. Butter is my routine that I put in a box. Um, I made sure that my shea butter came directly from Ghana, Africa. That was really important Mm -hmm. to me, you know, to stick to my roots. Uh, And I, I, people are like, why did you come up with the name or how'd you come up with the name butter? And, you know, in, the urban community, you know, when you see, say somebody looks good, you're like, oh, you're looking yeah. like butter, baby. Your skin <laughs> looks like butter. When you open up butter, it just looks so smooth and whipped. Mm-hmm. And so it was the first name that came to mind. And I like to think it was heaven sent. And, yeah. you know, I stuck with it. And, you know, I'm continuously like improving. Yeah. And adding new things. Yeah. I love how you're sh- um, kind of sharing your background and yeah. culture with the rest of the world with yeah. that, you know, like you're saying, you're that urban yeah. language. <laughs> you um, have to. I mean, listen, I'm not a white guy. I can't sell skincare mm-hmm. products to white guys because we don't have the same type of skin. Mm-hmm. You know, I love everybody, but I'm like, I can only, because I'm not a dermatologist, you know, I can only you know, show routines that were good for my skin, my skin type things Mm -hmm. that I saw growing up and not to exclude anybody, but I want to include those that might have felt left out. Yes. A lot of people probably don't know that you did struggle with acne. Yeah. Talk to me about that history. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) high school was a bitch. (laughs) So I hope I can say that. Um, (laughs) We'll just mark its explicit explicit content. (laughs) Um, but I mean, it's that's part of my brand. You know, I'm not some person that comes in and is like, I can do yeah, my yeah, brand. Just be, of course. I'm very uh, authentic when it comes down to why I do this. Um, and yeah, I struggle with my skin. I had acne and I would get hyperpigmentation and dark spots and all of those mm-hmm. things. And I started modeling at a young age. And so they would put makeup all over my face. And then when they would take it off, I'm like, I have bad skin. Yeah. Um, and so I started doing things like microdermabrasion, microneedling. Anything that you can try at the dermatologist just to do, uh, I did. 
And what I found that really worked was the routine that I have in my box. I had a gentle cleanser. Mm-hmm. I would use a really expensive vitamin C. I don't know if I can say the brand. Can I? Uh, yeah. Uh, I was using Peter Thomas Roth uh-huh. vitamin C. I was spending like $150 on yeah. it and it was really working for my skin. Yeah. Um, And I was using straight up shea butter from Harlem that I would go to New York and get off the block mm-hmm. and I would melt it down in the microwave so that it was oh, thin. Really? Yeah. Who and taught like, you this? I taught it to yeah, myself. Like, so it was like hard. And I was like, I can't put this on. It's too hard. And mm-hmm. so. You know, and it comes in different colors as well, too. So I will put it in a microwave, melt it down, and that's what I will put on my skin. And then people mm-hmm. started, like, complimenting me, like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, and then subconsciously I got into skincare because I started working at a – not working, but I started getting free facials <laughs> <laughs> at a salon. And they would ask me to bring different uh-huh. celebrities in. And so I just started falling in love with skincare and, like, trying everything. And so mm-hmm. and it gets addicting, huh? It's so addicting. Yeah. you're like, wait, my skin looks good. I want to keep of looking. Of course. Like yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, people might think it's just only skin deep. But yeah. it's more to that. Of course, it yeah. is skin, skin deep. But it does help with confidence, you yeah. know? Absolutely. Yeah. Recently, I was at a photo shoot. It's like people was just dismissing this model. Uh-huh. She was really freaking out that she had like blemishes. She's like, yeah. I just broke out. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And she looked like she was really about to not do the shoot. Yeah. But then other people are like, what's wrong with her? Like, yeah. it's only a breakup. But I'm like, no, it's I get not, it. If you're used to having. It's not just a breakout. Yeah. It's the end of the world. Yeah. Okay. Especially if this is your bread and butter, right? Yeah. Absolutely. You, that's your job to mm-hmm. kind of look good. You know, mm-hmm. it might sound very superficial, but mm-hmm. if it's your job to look good, then it is very stressful. Yeah. If one thing is not in its place. Yeah. I mean, it could be, you know, I've I've read some really heartbreaking stories from some of the people that reach out to me, you know, and I'm mm-hmm. like giving, you know, butt away. I'm like, send me why you, you know, you need good skincare. Yeah. I mean, it's really heartbreaking. Some mothers that might not be able to afford skincare. Uh, there are teenagers that struggle. And, and, and really, it's the adults that I don't know why after a certain age they become embarrassed to ask like what do I do about my skin or mm. I have bad skin and so I wanted to instill that confidence like from the inside out because when you take care of yourself and self-care and even if you're washing your face and it's a routine and mm-hmm. you know you feel a little bit better about True. going through the day and you know your face is like the first thing everybody looks at yeah. so let's be honest with each other and say Everybody has insecurities. That's true. Everybody's insecure about their skin in some type of way. And if we can, you know, mask that with good skin, you know, and start working on ourselves from the inside out, I think it'll, it's easier. Yeah. You know, and we have to be, we have to educate, you know, each different race on how to take care of their skin that way. I find that there's a lack of education when it comes down to anybody outside of white american people when it comes down to skincare Mm -hmm. and i feel like we have to talk about the different skin types and what works for this skin type and that skin type so it's it's deeper to it yeah Yeah. and there shouldn't be a stigma about if you care about your appearance or your skin yeah because you know it's also about taking care of yourself like you would do to the gym if you go to the gym take care of your body and think about what to eat and Mm -hmm. be healthy then why not your skin as well right yeah i mean i feel like Regardless if you want to do what we do mm-hmm. or if you want to stand at the front of a classroom or the yeah. front of a bank, you want to feel confident, True, you know, and you want to feel comfortable in the skin that you're in. So mm-hmm. anytime you're in front of people, I mean, come on, you want to take care of what they see. That's true. You know, you have to nurture that mug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was recently at a trip with a best friend in, in Vancouver. So uh-huh. first day, of course, it was such an early flight, like uh-huh. 6 a.m. We got to Vancouver. So the first day we were not fixed at all. Like yeah. didn't do our hair and makeup. Yeah. But second day we had a bit more time. Yeah. And she's like, 
I know it sounds crazy, but I feel like myself, you know, after you yeah. know, just fixing yourself and yeah. looking more presentable. Yeah. I mean, I think that goes back to ancient times. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, the people in the community. And it's so funny with men because men used to really groom themselves years mm-hmm. and years ago. And then it was this era where it became demasculated. I don't know why, but I feel like self-care goes way back. And we have to put that first, you know. When you have a product, you know, it has to come from the heart. My motto is like, from my heart to your face. So when I'm using my own products, I like to, you know, imagine how somebody else might feel using it too. Or then when you start seeing results, that's another thing. You know, like, you're like, oh my God, look what taking care of my skin can do. I mean, and I've been in front of the camera for years. Yeah. And my skin has not always been good. It it will not always be good. I I don't think anybody have perfect skin, Mm -hmm. but you can... Do things, you know, to nurture your skin and, and, and put the right vitamins in your skin and take care of it. You know, make mm-hmm. you feel a little bit better. Yeah. Just that have, and maybe a drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have the good basics. So just yeah. so you know you're, you know you're covered. Easy, man. Like, mm-hmm. you know, skincare doesn't have to be hard. I think also a lot of people, and I'm sure you've probably noticed that, they're like intimidated by it. You don't yeah. know what to buy. You know, you go in a store, you see all these different things, this acid, that, this and so I wanted to do something that was simple and easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that works. That works. <laughs> you know, one, two, three, you know, and, yes. and it could be a part of people's routine and a part of their lifestyle. Yeah. What know? is the price point of your products? So the kit is $60, which mm-hmm. uh, it lasts about two months. So I like to say like a dollar a day. Yeah. Uh, I had to fight for that price point, everybody. So just know that <laughs> you mm-hmm. get quality products for a great price point. Um, separately, we sell everything. The cleanser is $19.99. The uh, vitamin C serum is thirty nine ninety nine, and the shea butter moisturizer moisturizer is twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, so get price. the whole kit for sixty, and it'll last you. And what I love is that a lot of people purchase subscriptions and they keep buying it, so it's letting me know that it's working. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean that's all you need sometimes: yeah. a good cleanser yeah. and your moisturizer and your set. Yeah, yeah. I don't like anything heavy. I wanted to start off with. Uh, a gentle cleanser that had lavender in it so it was calming it wasn't mm. gonna break anybody out yeah. you know sometimes scrubs and all of those different things are not good for your everyday routine so we will continue to expand with that but i yeah. think that starting with something gentle and easy is the best way to go mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah. true. you know you keep the bad you take out the bad stuff you keep the good oils because yeah. a lot of stuff strips your skin that's true yeah yeah, I know sometimes with our melanin rich skin, yes. also me, yes. I've noticed that, you know, certain scrubs or peels will yes. actually uh, be more abrasive to our skin yeah. and cause those acne scarring, hyperpigmentation. Yes. Yeah. Because compared to the less pigmented skin yes. type tones, we really scar easily. Right. So you have yeah. to protect it differently. You have to use different products. I mean, I just wish that growing up that they would have said that. Know. You know, like I'm like, your sunscreen is not working for me. Your moisturizer is not working for my skin. And I want to know why. It made me feel like I had bad skin or I had drier skin. And mm. it really was, I just was not using the right products to nurture the type of skin yeah. that I had. Yeah. You know? And correct me if I'm wrong, but for men, I don't know if it's really that talked about even yeah. growing up you know, skincare. No. It's not like, hey, dude, where can I get the, you know, the newest skincare? (laughs) It's unfortunate because they teach you how to play basketball and everything. And I'm like, so no one going to teach that brother how to take care of his dry skin? (laughs) Um, So Help a brother out. Help a brother out. Like, you know, for me, I started taking care of mine at a really young age. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that should be taught to young people is how to groom themselves. You know, no one's telling you to go out into the world and be perfect. Yeah. And especially young women. I see so many young women starting to wear makeup at such a young age oh, and yeah. feel like it's so necessary. But, 
you know, if you take care of your skin and you're taught how to have good skin, then makeup is optional to enhance yes. yourself. You know, I totally agree. Yeah, we don't need That's all that. That's actually good day. coming from a from a man. Yeah, that's good to hear because here at Hello Beauty, I really that's part of my philosophy. Yeah. I do wanna remind people that natural beauty is good. Yeah. You know, just take care of yourself, and yeah. it will really naturally shine. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, come on. I think if you can, if if you love how you look naturally, and then when you like to the ladies, when you put makeup on, you're like, ooh, look at there. Mm-hmm. There's an extra, you know, mm-hmm. little uh. We all love, you know, the way women look in makeup and women like to play in it. It's fun. Mm-hmm. But I think that how you feel when you wake up and when you go to sleep is like so much more important than how you feel when you mm-hmm. get all dressed up. Yeah. And you said, as you mentioned yeah. earlier, confidence shines through. And yeah. that's what people see. Yeah, first. absolutely. Yeah. yeah and then so with Shea of Butter, uh-huh. talk to me why it's really, it's great. It's amazing for every uh-huh. type of skin tone. But why particularly for melanin rich skin? Uh, you know, first of all, I learned after doing a lot of research because, mm-hmm. you know, you would think you hear butter, you lather it on your face, you think it would break you out. And I was wondering why for years it like wasn't breaking me out, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, and then I learned that the fatty acids in shea butter and the, the oils in shea butter actually work with the oils with melanin skin. So mm-hmm. it, it, it helps fight breakouts versus, you know causing them yeah. it also helps to keep our skin moisturized all day that was a problem that i had mm-hmm. i would put on like a thin moisturizer in the morning and it wouldn't last all day and then you know it's the glow you know yeah. we have a color to us mm-hmm. so if you put something that is a little bit more thick and a little bit more glowy i mean we're gonna glow Yes. You know, not that everybody can't glow, but we have a little color. So you spray yeah, a little Yeah, and has a beautiful that. skin yeah, tone. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and I've also read that shea butter is even good for relieving joint pain. Yes. It's such a amazing, powerful yeah. type of plant yeah. and not, yeah. you know. It's everything. Yeah, it's everything. It, I mean, you know, it helps with, I've had Stretch pregnant marks. women. Yeah, yeah, pregnant women with me. I use this after, you know, so I even made a body size because women mm-hmm. were saying it helped with my stretch marks yes. and. You know, things like that calms your skin down. You know, you put it on joint pains like eczema, all of that. And I don't think that people really know how well shea butter like works. But Mm -hmm. in its purest form, it's the best. So that's why I like ours because it's pure, but I got it whipped down so that's easy to Mm -hmm. go on your skin. And most shea butter comes really hard. So it's hard to put on. I know you had to microwave it. Yes. So so we don't have a microwave at the lab. (laughs) We have a machine. Yeah. Um, But it was, you know, it came from the good old hood remedy of putting, you know, shea Mm. butter in the microwave. (laughs) I love how it's, there's no intense fragrance to it. No. Very natural. And for the benefit of the listeners, I'm applying it on like my wrist and it's very smooth and it absorbs because some products, they just sit on top and feel greasy. Yeah. No, I don't like that greasy feel. I Mm. like the glow feel, you know, and. You don't have to Ooh. use much of it, right? Yeah, I, I can't. I, I do want to try it on like yes. my models yes. like on sets, you know, yeah. to create that glow effect without making it look yeah. like they have glitter or highlighter yes. on. I tell women all the time, it gives you a natural highlight. Yeah. So, it, and it really truly does because as you can see, it's like glistening yeah. off of you. So, yeah. you know, you pop a little right here. Mm-hmm. Some girls are like, oh, all I need is a little butter and I put some yeah. tinted moisturizer on and I'm glowing all day and I look perfect. So, yeah. Yeah, I should like do it before and after because I do have like a little scar here. Yeah. That little mishap happened during like, uh, me opening an envelope. Like oh, those no. little manila Good envelopes. Are those are envelopes that dangerous? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'll apply shea yes, butter, your, your brand on this every yes, day. And you'll please. see. You know, the vitamin C too. Pop a yes. little vitamin C on there. Um, and it helps. You know, I have had friends that say the vitamin C is the only thing that's helped me with like 
my acne scarring. Mm-hmm. And that's important to me because that's what I really struggle with. I would pick a bump. And I mean, oh, it would be that. It's I mean, hard not to. That's like a six month <laughs> consequence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you pick a I'm bump. like that too. But it's like, I have to, but I regret it after. But I'm like, oh, I just had to. Yeah, yeah me too. It's like, but it, it, it leaves a scar and you're like, I should never do that. Yeah. yeah. So um, even off cam, I smelled it and I'm smelling it again. Yes. Your vitamin C serum, it smells yeah. very potent. And yes. I like that. So it just means that yeah. you have all the good things yeah, in there it's, it's, and it will working. definitely work it's you, working you smell the vitamins yes in there. yes you know i'm not here to sell anybody a dream yeah you know i have not dove into uh, acne solution products mm-hmm. because i want to do my research on it and i tell people all the time i'm growing with you guys i'm learning more yeah about skincare as i grow um and i want it to be in a community and organic experience you know because yeah. i'm not licensed to tell you what to do with your skin. I'm just saying this is what works for me. These are the results that the people that use the product use. Mm -hmm. And I love it. I create, I start, it's all me. You know, Mm -hmm. I do the packaging. I pick the models. I hire everybody for the shoots. I pick the product ingredients. Everything is from Dorian Renaud. It's not just like, some celebrity stamping his name on something. Yeah, it's yeah. not like you're just jumping on the bandwagon yeah, of everyone no. coming out with a skincare brand. No. All the celebrities coming out with their <laughs> no. own skincare if brand. If I was, yeah. then I wouldn't like be doing the groundwork. You know, yeah. it's so different from going and being an artist and an actor and then having to go and do dead size and sit at conventions and sit up and learn about skincare. It's like a totally different job that I never thought that I would have. Mm-hmm. But I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, it's tried and tested. You actually had the issue of acne, growing up with acne. Right. And then you found the solution organically by yourself. And you want to share that to the people. You're like, hey, this worked for me and this might work for you. And if it does, I'm very happy. Yeah. You know, and and that's why I started with a three-piece kit. I'm like, some people might like my cleanser. Some people might like the moisturizer or the, the vitamin C. You know, you might like using your own cleanser that you've been using for a long time that works for you. Like I said, we all have different skincare types. But what I do know about my line is there's something in it for everybody yeah. you know it's, it's a product in there that, that you will love mm-hmm. yeah. it's actually an interesting starter kit because a lot of people have the usual that i've seen are you know of course cleanser moisturizer yeah. and maybe a scrub yeah, and toner a, a toner yeah. or body lotion but you actually incorporate vitamin c and yeah. that is really like <laughs> in a sense a step up like to the next level yeah. because vitamin c is actually recommended by dermatologists yeah. like it's more about an upper level kind of skin mm-hmm. skincare treatment yeah. And but vitamin C is very important because it actually helps with the yeah. regeneration of the cells and yes. repairs damage. You know it, girl. Of course, you know it. Of course, <laughs> yeah, it does. yeah, of course, you know, yeah, I yeah. Say yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but the thing is, I do want to preach that. That's why I like the the, the basis of yeah. and the foundation of your your line. Yeah, because those are the important. That's the only thing that you need: yeah. is cleanser, moisturizer, yeah. and your vitamin C. Yeah, and if you Truly. have those, you know, together, yeah, that's what really like will improve your skin tone. Yeah. yeah. There's some people, though, that are, you know, uh, allergic to vitamin C and uh-huh. they actually break out. Really? So I think people should, I mean, like in anything, like yeah. any diet that you try, you should yeah. do your research. And yeah, make sure you're not allergic to oranges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people are, about. some people are allergic to strawberries. So yeah, just, absolutely. you know, check it out first. Do yeah. a um, spot skin treat, uh, a test first. Yeah, I tell people that all the time. I'm like, look, everything is not for everybody. There are some great products out there. Um, that I love that I can't even use, you know, yeah. that that screws my face up and I might love the smell and I might love the texture of the product, but it's just not for me. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you're allergic to vitamin C, then don't put it on yeah. your face. <laughs> yeah. Spot treat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try it on your head. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me about how you're breaking the mold of the beauty and skincare industry. 
Ah, well, I think I'm breaking the mold for first and foremost because you don't see many people that look like me mm. coming in saying, "Hey, I want to change beauty," but I think it takes somebody like myself, takes people you know, to have a little bit of courage because, you know, coming from the background I come from, I could have did a broad line that was just, you know, for everybody, but I felt, you know, compelled to do something that was true to me. I grew up in a barbershop. My dad owns a barbershop and shoe shop. So I mm. watch people leave there feeling good about themselves, you know, and yeah. I know what that looks like and feels like. I also know what it's like to not be confident. Um, and so I feel like for African-American men, I'm breaking the mold because I just don't know many that I've had to look up to that has done this or men in general. I, I don't know, mm -hmm. you know, that has kind of came in at my age, you know, and done it. And so I'm learning. So yeah. just support me. <laughs> <Of course>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. I mean, especially if you like even put it in your dad's barber shop. Yes. People are going to yeah. see it. Men are going to see it and experience yeah. it yeah. after their shave. <laughs> yeah, I've actually had people talk about it and not know that I was the owner. So mm. that's been good. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> the brand awareness. So I've had somebody say something about the brand. And I'm like, that's my brand, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it is spreading like wildfire. So I just hope that it just continues to like change people's perspective on skincare yeah, yeah. that's amazing yeah. so how do we find inspiration in our identities oh man that's one of the things that i have you know is i think we all struggle with that you're like who mm -hmm. am i mm -hmm. you know and going in, i'll tell you going into butter was it was like a new revelation for me because i had to get raw when i first started to be honest everything was really pretty really nice and then you know i had uh, my brand manager, who's my brand manager now, she said, I don't understand the story behind it, you know, and I don't understand who you are. And I realized I was like hiding behind this mask of like beauty and like, oh, I'm so perfect. And I was a model mm. and all of that. And so I had to like dig deep into myself. And so I just started spending time with self. I think that is how you figure out who you are. Sitting with yourself and doing whatever makes you comfortable and listening to intuition if i wouldn't have listened to intuition i wouldn't have created butter mm -hmm. if i hadn't been through some of the heartaches that i went through i don't know if i would have created this because it was such a time i felt so low and unconfident which wasn't that long ago two years ago before i started this i was like i have to do something that For feels yourself. good you know it was it was one thing to be in front of the camera and to be around all of these celebrities and yeah. Be on everything was like being handed to me at one point in time, and I wanted something that I had to work for, mm. and it was butter, you know. So I feel like I found purpose and self identity in creating this. To mm -hmm. be honest, so do something that's important to you that you love. Yeah, yeah, because I know sometimes being around so many people, you give so much of yourself to those Too much. to others. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, okay, I need something for myself, yeah. and now it's like all about self care, self love. Yes. I know that's the buzzwords, yeah. but it is but what it's it true. is. Yeah, you know, I saw a lot of my friends creating stuff, um, and they were making so much money off of it, and I I don't know if I saw them putting care behind it. Mm. Some of them did, but then you know, I, I was like, man, you know. What's going to be mine? And, mm -hmm. and being in entertainment, you hear no so much. Um, thank God I've heard some yeses, but it was years I heard tons of no's. And I didn't want to have anything or, or, or put myself out there where somebody could tell me no again. Yeah. <laughs> I said to myself, you know what? If butter goes and it's mine and I put all of myself into it, then, you know, if nobody in Hollywood calls my phone again, then there goes my self-worth right there in that box. So it was mine. 
you know, mm-hmm. and you have to have something that's for you. That's true. Yeah, and no one can take away. They can fire me from any of my jobs, <laughs> you know, but my name's on that box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, and they're still buying your product. They're still buying it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So what's your advice for those that want to get, you know, in the same route that probably yeah. could be, yeah, everything is handed to them, things yeah. are going well, but they're confused. They're still lost in life. Yeah. So what is the first step that they could take? Yeah, you know, I think oftentimes people confuse the struggle with like you got to, be poor and growing up in the hood or doing this at one person. You could be struggling within your own success sometimes in a field that is not fulfilling you. And so I say, do it and do it with heart and do it with purity and do something that's true to you. And that's what I did with Butter. I'm like, you know what? This is, this is who I am. This mm-hmm. box is who I am. You know, it's a young black kid struggling with his skin that really wishes he could find something that represented him and that was quality and that worked and that wasn't too expensive. And so I say, stick to who you are. And my advice that I always tell people is do not listen to your peers. Mm. Your peers don't matter. They're not going to buy your stuff. They're going to ask for it for free. If you're an artist, they're not coming to your concert. They're Mm -hmm. going to ask for the tickets for free. Focus on your audience and your supporters. Instagram has us focused on our peers way too much. Mm -hmm. We post for our peers. We post for the validation of the people that we look up to that are around us. And truly, they don't matter. (laughs) Half my peers haven't even bought a box of butter. But it's all of these beautiful people out there that, you know, support it and they love it. And they write me and they email me. And these are people that I might be walking down aisle eight in Ralph's and wouldn't even know who they were. But they know who I was. So focus on the more sincere and genuine. Yeah. yeah. Focus yeah. on your followers. Yeah. There's such a thing yeah. as like they want to see you do good, but not mm-hmm. better, better than them. Not better than them. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you're winning. You're winning now. OK, now mm-hmm. I have to like <laughs> look at you through another eye. I mean, and you know, it's great to have the support of your peers, but don't expect it. And I think that's where business, young business people fail. Because they're, you know, so many people told me not to even do this. Like, eh, I don't know if you should do it. I think you should make it more broad. I think you should do that. And I or just listened. you should do like a clothing line or sneaker a line, line, whatever. <laughs> and I stuck to what I believed in. And I was like, no, I'm doing what's comfortable for me. Mm-hmm. And that's what young entrepreneurs need to do. Do what's comfortable for you. Unless your peers are richer than you. <laughs> and they're willing to give you a loan and give you some real advice. Then leave their opinions at the door. True. Period. Yeah. Like, that's it. What's your advice <laughs> in protecting yourself in that? Because, of course, your peers, in a sense, it still affects you. Yeah. When you hear their their advice, unsolicited yeah. advice, how do you shut that out, in a sense, where it doesn't affect you and your work and your I stopped, process? I stopped asking them. Mm-hmm. I stopped asking. I, I, it's a few people that I trust that I'll say, hey, what do you think about this? That's true. But I stopped asking, and I stay true to mine. Mm-hmm. And when it comes out, you'll see it. And if you like it, then you like it. And if you don't, then don't tell me. You know, mm. I, I like noise is so loud and I want and I try my best to block out all noise when it comes down to your creativity. You don't hear Beyonce calling her friends talking about, hey, girl, what should I put on the next album? So as an artist, I feel like the, in, the social media and the Internet has taken away who a lot of us are as artists. And even though this is skincare, this is still a part of my art. Mm. You know, I created this box. I created what it feels like. I created the scent. This is all art. So when it comes down to art and creativity, God gave you that. It's your gift. Why are you asking somebody else about a gift that you are already sure about? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't ask anymore. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like my, it'll be new stuff that I've done. 
or I'll go do an interview or like, and, and as you can see, the viewers can't hear, or, I mean, or see, I'm, I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, you like go places by yourself. You're a notable person. They can actually person. see you recording right now. Oh, hey. Hey, you too. <laughs> well, I and, came alone. <laughs> yeah. Um, no assistance no, whatsoever. No. I mean, I have that. I know, but like, yeah. you know, you don't have like, your whole group or entourage with you. I don't you. need it. Yeah. And neither does anybody else watching it. Yeah. You know, unless you're like Tom Cruise. I mean, I'm sure he <laughs> likes some alone time too, but I, I like to spend time alone with myself and vibing and listening to music and driving mm-hmm. and doing whatever I need to do. To make me feel cool alone, you yeah. know. You we we like so many people dress like what their friends or somebody thinks that they should dress like mm. or act like mm. or listen to. No, yeah, no, so it makes that. you happy because it's more sustainable. It's hard to keep yeah. up, you know, with the Jones. I cannot keep up. I can't keep up with. Any, I can barely <laughs> keep up with myself. Yeah, you know, I cannot keep up with other people. Yeah, I like to admire <laughs> people's lives. Yeah, but I don't necessarily want their lives or like try to keep up. Like even some of my friends, they are like, their lives are like so large, and oh, I've gotten gosh. a chance to like dip in and out of them. And I'm like, who this is fun? I don't want this to be mm-hmm. like my life. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you talk about you can't keep up even with yourself. Yeah. But I'm sure you're still able to. Yeah. What are your tips in staying sane and just keeping everything organized and your schedule? Ooh, sanity. <laughs> Maybe you guys should give me some tips on that. <laughs> um, you know, I really like to read. Mm-hmm. I like to listen to music. Um, I like to take trips alone. I love traveling by myself. Yeah. I don't like to travel with people. <laughs> um, and I like to pray. And meditate. Mm. And I don't know if I can say this, but I like to, you know, smoke my weed. Yeah. Uh, or actually, in California, you I have a, <laughs> my next product is a CBD infused oh, cool. bump cream for men and women for mm. ingrown hairs. That's another thing that a lot of us African-American people with yeah. melanin and rich skin struggle with is ingrown hairs. Okay. And, you know, I like to keep myself focused around uh, good, solid people and treat myself to dates. The other night, I went to go see Mary J. Blige and Nas by myself, and I loved it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I go a lot of places alone. Now, I can either be a crazy loner to some people, or I can be sane. I don't know. Yeah, there's such a thing as an introvert, extrovert. (laughs) I'm an introvert, extrovert, Mm because I have to be extroverted all the time. And see, I think that in the past, I've created this image, you know, that I like to party and stuff. You Google my name, and then you see me out at Vegas partying, and I was young. Yeah, of course. So that's not who I am anymore. I love to be at home. I Mm -hmm. like my dog. I like my family and I like my friends and, you know, a good glass of wine and a joint. I'm, I'm, that sounds good. You know, sounds and inspiration. Yeah. I like to be inspired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people fail to forget that whatever they see online uh-huh. or on TV, that's just your job. Yeah. That's not really yeah. you. And right? that's another thing I do to keep saying I don't read the comments <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't because I used to and it used to affect me. So I'm like, eh. uh, And I don't yeah. post much on Instagram. I post enough. I don't let people yeah. into my total personal life i think that that's what's like going on with like a lot of the mental issues that a lot of people have i think that social media oversharing has just done that Mm. to people you know and people feel so comfortable in your life and it's like you know my mom calls me sometimes it's like i didn't like what you had on the other night i'm like You shouldn't even know what I had on the other night, but you saw it on social my mom, media. My mom, I know. It's, know? it's funny. It's very sad, actually. <laughs> I, I feel like my conversation, conversation with my mom are less now because she can watch my stories. Yeah. But oh, I'm like, I blocked my mom from my story. I should do that. Yeah, like, no, honestly, <laughs> Sorry, mom, you have to block certain people from your story. It's not that we hate you. It's just that I would like the opportunity Don't be to tell too accessible. you about my life and mm-hmm. not be too accessible. I'm not, you mm-hmm. know. I actually feel really weird talking to my phone. I'd rather do this. Mm-hmm. So this is how I let people get to know me. 
Yeah. I'm not a phone. Like, I don't want to talk to the phone. Yeah, that's yeah. the reason why I created this podcast anyway, <laughs> yeah. because meeting so many people doing makeup on my makeup chair, we have so many valuable conversations. Yeah. You know, that whole like 30 minutes, an hour, we get yeah. to know each other. They're like, oh yeah, this is what's going on in my life. I got this thing going on. It's yeah. great. And oh, you know, I just started my business. I was like, these are great tips. You know, yeah. I do want to share it, especially being in the beauty and makeup yeah. industry. It's great to share the insider story that I get and share yeah. it to my, my listeners. I think it's important too. And I think that you being a woman of color mm -hmm. in a way as well, you know, it's, you know, to, def to define beauty in your way mm -hmm. is important, you know, and to, you know, with a podcast and with, you know, the internet, you know, it's a double-edged sword, you know, you hate them sometimes, but, yeah. but it helps our voices be heard. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that I would have had to fight a lot harder if we didn't have the internet, mm -hmm. you know, for our voices to be heard. So it's, it's empowering to do yeah. something different and to change the face of beauty, you know? Yes. So I think that we're both doing that. Yeah, no, it's yeah. great because growing up, especially in the Philippines, we were we were brainwashed that lighter yeah. skin is always like yeah. the way to go and it's yeah. lighter skin is beauty. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so, very so West, I. we're, you know, Western colonized yeah. country, Spanish and yeah. Americans. And I've always like, maybe good thing it didn't happen fully, yeah. but there was always a question and a doubt. I'm like, Oh, I'm kind of, we call it Morena. Morena yeah. is like darker skin, but yeah. Filipina. Uh -huh. But I, I'm also, I feel like I like it better when I go to the beach. I yeah. like the glow that, that I get. Mm -hmm. But I question myself because my mom's like, oh my God, don't go under the sun. You're getting too dark. Oh yeah. And then when I would do, I, when I would get breakouts, like when you mentioned, I would get hyperpigmentation yeah. and I would like misunderstand and question why compared to mm -hmm. like my lighter skin tone friends. I'm like, looks like they just cut themselves, but they yeah. don't really scar compared yeah. to me. I get more colloidal. Yeah. And experience hyperpigmentation but as i research more and find out more about my skin i have mm -hmm. more appreciation because mm -hmm. with our melanin mm -hmm. melanin rich skin we actually have like melanocytes mm -hmm. and that's like the cell mm -hmm. that produces more pigmentation yeah. and it's more active and robust in Absolutely. melanin rich skin compared to you know fairer skin Absolutely. tones so just understanding that it's yeah. like that's just like what the body does like you can't do anything about it you can't just change it no. you know so just appreciate and learn how to treat it like what you are doing with butter skin well i think it was funny as you say that uh in african-american community mm -hmm. it was it was racism within the co colorism within the community oh yeah you know? we so have that too <laughs> dark-skinned people in the south and when mm -hmm. i'm in the south you know uh growing up you would hear oh she's pretty for a dark girl or like yeah. you know uh dark girl this and then you know the lighter-skinned people were considered yeah. the prettier ones and so yeah. I go out of my way because my mother is a brown skinned girl mm -hmm. like beyonce says yeah. <laughs> and i go out of my way to like really highlight that yeah. Because I remember how the young girls would feel. And even me, I still have to tell myself, it's okay to get darker. Because I didn't want to go in the sun either. Because they were like, don't go in the sun, you're going to get dark. And, <laughs> you know, being lighter was better. Yeah. You know, instead of, like, embracing what our skin does exactly. in the sun. Yeah. You know, look at what it does. Mm -hmm. We can change it to these golden, beautiful colors. Yeah. And when the sun hits us with the right products on us, we glow, baby. Yes. You know, so yeah. it's about embracing that i've had to learn to embrace it so it's it's, it's a journey mm -hmm. you know it's a journey yeah absolutely sure. agree it's like they're saying oh you're not completely dark so right. are you mixed i'm like no i'm full yeah. filipina yeah. like just because i have a different shade doesn't mean i'm already like yeah. half white or something right. or half like a lighter skin tone but yeah that's really just the misconception just mm -hmm. because maybe they're saying oh you don't look morena as much yeah then you must be something else. I'm like, no, why can't I just be Filipina? Hello. Yeah. I tell people that all the time, they're like, 
what are you mixed with? You must be mixed with something. Yeah. Your nose and this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, I'm black. <laughs> exactly. And they're, they're like, like, no, no, did no. Did you get your nose done? Yeah. <laughs> you have like, I'm like, I'm Filipino, but it just so happened my nose right. like this. I'm like, no, I'm black, and yeah. I like being black, and it's okay, and I love everybody else for what they are, and, you know, I think that we have a weird, you know, I'm 31, and we grew up in a generation where we grew up around, like, a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. and, you know, I like people to embrace who they are. Yeah. That goes from Asian to white to whatever. Everyone has a different look. So yeah. no one, just because you're white, you have a sharp nose. Or just right. because you're Asian, you have like a certain nose. It's not even that or a certain right. feature. So I feel like people should be right. aware of that. Right. Everyone has different looks, mm-hmm. every ethnicity. And be proud of yeah. who you are. You know, and embrace like, <laughs> well, like white girls, they're always like, I, and you know, we get into this space where it's like, everybody's like preaching like diversity. And I, mm-hmm. I agree. I love diversity. But like the white girls, be proud of your rosy cheeks. Black oh, girls, yeah. be proud of the melanin in your skin. Mm-hmm. You know, Mexican girls, be proud of that beautiful brown skin and that straight, beautiful hair. Like, come mm-hmm. on, like, do your thing, everybody. Yes. I'm just kind of like, whatever. And er, just enjoy <laughs> your life. Do what works for you. Yeah. Use the products that work for you. It's and feel a journey. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a funny story really quick. One time uh-huh. I wanted to look like Beyonce. <laughs> yes. So I curled my. Yes. Uh, I chemically curled my. I think my... I might have wanted to look like Beyonce. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I chemically perm- permed my hair. And of course, oh, it's God. not the same texture. No. <laughs> it did not work. It just looked fried. It was yeah. funny. <laughs> she has a wig on. So yeah, exactly. Get the I'm, wig. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, get let me just stick to my hair and I'll, I'll curl it. And you're right. <laughs> right. Let me get my extensions and my Right, <laughs> right. We can all still yeah. be inspired by other people that don't look like us, yeah. and we don't have to try to mock their look. We can make it their. Our, yeah. We can use that inspiration and make it our own. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what comes with everything, even businesses, yeah. art. Everything comes from inspiration. Yeah, and I think people should take it as a compliment. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I mean, as long as you're not being disrespectful, mm-hmm. then. Uh, we we live in this cancel nation where Twitter will cancel you in a minute. I'm like, who gave Twitter these people the power to like cancel you? Mm-hmm. And I think that if we all get in the space of we're learning each other, we're learning different cultures, we're learning how to live in this world of diversity. You know, I mean, 50 years ago, this was a different country. Okay, mm-hmm. it's still new here, mm-hmm. and I feel like if everybody's like, look, we're in a space of learning and we want to learn and we are learning with love, then you know, we're good. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. Just everybody, just chill. <laughs> chill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> chill and take care of your skin. And mm-hmm. I promise, half of you people will be much more happy. If you chill, you'll have good skin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It'll show. Have good skin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so here at Hello Beauty, we uh-huh. have a philosophy. It's okay. say hello to the beauty in you. Okay. What advice can you give those who are trying to discover their beauty within? Ah, if you're trying to discover your beauty within, listen to your intuition. Listen to your voice. You know, I don't think that our intuition leads us wrong. It tells us that we're good enough. It tells us that some people might not be the best for us. That's energy. You know, we don't want to fight ourselves. You know, we are, God is inside of us. And, you know, I feel like goodness is inside of everybody. Listen to that. Unless you dark, don't listen to that voice. But listen (laughs) to that. You know, I feel like that intuition is what allowed me to have the courage to start butter. It's what gives me the courage to keep doing what I do every day um, and lead your life with love and have a good time and relax. And yeah, like life is supposed to be lived fully. I don't believe in the struggle forever. If you're in the struggle, figure out a way to get out of it, you know, figure out a way 
to enjoy the little things in life. Living in California has taught me a lot because, you know, you walk outside and it's beautiful. And sometimes those beautiful days used to be real depressing. You know, when you're broke and you don't have anything going for yourself, you're like, why is the sun shining today? Why are all of these people walking around like <laughs> life is good? You know, but yeah. find what, find beauty and love in like the small stuff instead of like, you know, work and what, you know, mm. keeps you paid. Find out what really makes you happy. Yeah, yeah. that's beautiful. I agree 100%. Yeah. yeah. So before I let you go, what is something exciting in store for you and or Butterskin? Ah, for me? I have so many things coming up, so I'm getting ready in about a week and a half to go mm -hmm. and start filming season six and season seven of my sitcom In the Cut on Bounce, which I'm mm -hmm. so happy about. Um, I'm getting back in the studio, but for Butter, uh, I have a bump cream coming out, like I said, mm -hmm. for ingrown hairs that I'm really excited about because that's a struggle too. Uh, it smells really good because a lot of bump creams stink as a shea cashmere. Yeah, smell to it uh, and it has CBD in it for those people that love to use the CBD infused products uh, and our new campaign will be dropping very soon so yeah watch out for it yeah I'm yeah. all over the place but if you guys have any stress free tips just DM me yeah. <laughs> yeah so where can they find you what are your social channels and where can they learn more about your products so they can find out about Butterskin at butterskin.com uh, uh, they can go to my social media at Dorian Renaud D-O-R-I-O-N R-E-N-A-U-D or at Butterskin uh, tune in to In The Cut every Monday at 9 and you know I might just pop up like anywhere like I travel a lot so if you see me say hi Okay, that's amazing. Well, yeah. thank you so much for your time today, thank Dorian. Thank you for having me. You're smart and intelligent and beautiful. What women should strive to be. Oh, that's so sweet of you. Yeah. Well, anyway, for your new products, maybe I can have you on again and talk Absolutely. about it. Absolutely, I'll come back anytime. All right, thank yeah. you so much. See you soon. Uh, you too.